Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Can I get a round of applause, everyone? Today, I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their Ultra Premium Collection. And believe it or not, it's for your not-so-private parts. I'm talking about a leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT. <coughs> oh, God, I'm dying. Oh, God. Oh, God, Seba's so hideous. My face. Ah! Yeah, I got that before. <laughs> so uh, did you uh, remember? Oh, we're recording. Ring, uh, Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember to uh, bring your mascara uh, home this time, uh, like a professional, or am I uh, looking? I actually at forgot again. I just came oh, from the yeah. gym. See, see, these are the things that I can tell because I have the I have an expert, and I've been watching a lot of uh, America's Next Top Model here at home with Julie, and uh, quite the pro now. Quite the pro. I can be a judge you know on that what? show. Can just I saying. show you something? It, my old agent used to make me. Take a piece of toilet paper and front to back. Yes, we know. We... No, no, no. So I'll show you what we used to do. She would, because this is before I used to get my lips done. Okay. And she would have me roll it up and put it underneath my top lip because when I smiled, I showed too much gum. My lips are inflated now. So now my smile is fantastic. But, but I think I might do this for the next manscape bag because they're not going to fucking know. It's funny. You know. But look, I got this, and then oh my when I God. smiled. Oh, my God. Wow. Looks great. Yeah. I don't show any gum. Yeah. Should I do the totally. whole podcast like this? No gum, just cum. <laughs> That's the SEMO way. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to do this in three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, dudes, pussy. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Fragile Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Mo? Hey, batch. Uh, oh, your hi, your tank looks like a sports bra. <laughs> uh, uh, some might say it is. Uh, thank you, Julie. I was in laundry day over here. Uh, it's like an oversized tank, and it's like a... Some island that I've never been to or never will go to, but because uh, I don't know where it is. <laughs> but it looks cool and I look very hype, man. I almost look Jamaica, but it's not. I don't think it's anywhere close to. Oh, it's, oh, it's a Hard Rock Cafe shirt, you know, so definitely oh. never been to anywhere. I don't even think I've ever eaten at a Hard Rock Cafe. I don't know where Hard Rock Cafe merchandise 
just magically pops from, but I do happen to own a couple of Hard Rock Cafe things. Well, there's one uh, in the Inner Harbor in Baltimore. It's near oh. the aquarium. And there's also one uh, in Times Square. And that's actually like a landmark for me that if I if I ever was confused, like, okay, which way is up and down? You know, I'm, no, I, I mean like um, north and <laughs> yeah. south or you east know, and west. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, then totally I know there. if I know where Tard Rock Cafe is, then I know where I'm at. So I got it. So it helps me get my bearings. It's all good things at the Hard Rock Cafe. I mean, the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it like a Planet Hollywood in terms of food? Uh, I've actually shit? never been inside either. Uh, <laughs> 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 no one's eating at the Hard Rock Cafe. The employees just sit there. <laughs> yeah, they sell menus along with the shirts. They just give them away for free. They're like, here you go. Just please take a cheeseburger. <laughs> like, nah, please. Not even the hobos will have them. <laughs> Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> no, you got this people walking. You got this comedy club people barking like, hey, come see this show at, you know, the comedy cellar. It's like, oh, I'll come see your show if you wear this T-shirt. I have to give away 10 of these T-shirts in the next hour. Okay. Thanks. These Hard Rock Cafe T-shirts are hard to pay my mortgage, sir. Please. (laughs) I have a Hard Rock Cafe T-shirt for it actually in the other room. I just have like thousands of them. Uh, oh, nice. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, well, speaking of which, if you'd locate yourself uh, right by the Hard Rock Cafe, I guess, keep going north. Yeah, keep going up, as Sima would say. And check yes, out the greatest comedy show of all time because we're coming back in April. I don't know the date right now because we're just too exhausted of kicking ass at the greatest comedy show this last Friday, which was fucking amazing. So thank you so much, New York City, everybody who uh, happened to find themselves north of the High Rock Cafe and Mango Left, and they were right there at the show. Uh, it was fantastic. Yeah, and show. holler to all of my coworkers that came to support me, but please don't tell HR anything that came out of my mouth. Yes. <laughs> please. No, absolutely. Especially what went in his mouth after the show. Uh, we drank a lot. So. Uh, Correct. It was good times. It I don't judge times. people by what comes out of the mouth. I judge it by what goes in your mouth. And exactly. in my mouth, it goes a lot of alcohol and dick. <laughs> right a lot of dick. Right that down, you guys. Big ones, so, little ones, slimy ones, juicy ones. <laughs> so I'm still too hungover to remember the date, but it is online at tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show. Oh, are the you hungover? Website. Hell yeah. I'm dying from Friday. I'm always hungover. Oh my, you're still recovering? Yeah. Yikes. You're getting old, my friend. I know. I am feeling as old as you would look without the Botox. Yeah. I have an appointment, (laughs) by the way. So next time you see me, yes. Um, (laughs) Before we continue the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work toward goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. 
Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finish a program and more than 60% of users that engaged with their program kept the weights off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash Believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Believe. B-L-E-A-V. <laughs> uh, have you ever done like a coffee enema? A coffee enema? What the fuck is that? That sounds awful. Some people... Okay, I know this guy that died on the beach because he put a beer in his asshole. But apparently when you put things in your butthole, it's more intense than if you ingest it orally. So like one... Yeah, 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 I did hear that. Yeah, so like one shot in your in your butthole is equivalent to like eight shots in your mouth or something. Yeah. Don't quote me on this. But it doesn't, just, it doesn't, your liver doesn't process it on the way out. So it just goes straight through into your fucking system. Bloodstream, I and, guess. Uh, I don't yeah. know. And you just get so fooled. I know people that do coffee enemas, and I think to myself, maybe if like, maybe that's just a more intense version of getting no. caffeine. Ah, Some people get addicted a, to it. Yeah, <laughs> but I watched this video about this. Do they like, like crown the coffee beans and then just like pour them in there. Maybe <laughs> just lift their legs, like <laughs> you know. But but I saw this thing where this person <laughs> drinks wheatgrass. And then she put oh, a God. lot of it on her face, and then she put a lot of it in her butt. Oh like, God! Why? It's like, it's like no. an enema. And I was like, hmm. And then you're just shitting out coffee beans all day, like what? Well, this this was um uh, this was wheatgrass. But I thought if 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 it's nutritious for you, why not put it in your butthole? Like if I'm gonna take there's a South Park episode about this Simo where they stuff food up their assholes and it doesn't end well for anybody. Now Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg are gonna fucking take on this shit. It's gonna be awful. I know, put that I out know, there but, but I'm thinking like, let's say, okay, just follow me with this. Let's okay. say. <laughs> Your kids are like, I really don't want to eat broccoli or any green vegetables. Well, they're not. Yeah, sure. Any- so I'm going to stick them up your ass. Well, they're not getting any vitamin like B, but if they can get a liquefied vitamin B and just put it in your butthole, then yeah. it like multiplies exponentially. So, so you're saying that the answer to solving kids not liking vegetables rather than just make them more delicious is just stick them, them in their asshole in pill form. Why not? I'm going to say, hey, you don't, you don't want to eat Did you spend the weekend at Tom Brady's house again, Timo? Maybe. I'm, I'm going to say, hey, kid, listen, if you don't want to eat this Flintstone vitamin, I'm going to chew it up and spit it in your butthole. <laughs> I mean, that's true. When you give them those choices, they're going to eat their fucking vegetables. I'm pretty sure yeah. my dad was like, well, you can either eat the broccoli or I'm going to stick it in your ass. I mean, that's what you're saying. Still eat the broccoli. Stick it in their fucking butthole. <laughs> now, then they'll learn. Um, if, if Simo ever tries to adopt a child, uh, they're probably going to play this video. So. <laughs> I was so, like, it wasn't me. It was Andy Dick. Uh, by the way, you guys can actually now check out a lot of Frat Chat podcast content at tiny.cc slash Frat Chat podcast. Yeah, that's right. It's going to take you to a little folder inside the Carlos Says the World YouTube channel where it goes to all the Frat Chat podcast awesome content. 
that we have. So Chaz, when we watch the wrestling watch along, uh, the videos that we make, random content. Uh, when I watch Simo take a poop and I videotaped it and put it on the internet and he doesn't know about it yet, but now he's finding out, but he got a lot of views. Oh, so I, got us a I know. You think, I, you think that's just a normal way of taking a dump? I'm in performance <laughs> mode. <laughs> <laughs> Did not wonder why you looked at that picture and you gave it like a wink before you started eating beans <laughs> out of a can? I was like, so oh, wow, yeah, thank you. I, I start off by saying, battle shits commence. <laughs> Three Da-dum. cameras went down the of the operation. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> they just melted. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of assholes, uh, so Yum. I have to tell you a little something that uh, happened. That luckily I didn't see because I was luckily my eyes were down while editing some parts of this beautiful, beautiful show that you guys listen to as we speak. Actually, not as we speak. The last one, I guess. I don't know. I was editing some shit for the show and uh, Julie was driving on the way home from Maryland to. uh, Oh, shit. Because we know how her driving is. We discussed yeah, that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and in this uh, case, well, I have to say. I'm glad you survived. Everyone, round of applause for the fact that Carlos is still alive. That's true. That's why I look down on the screen so I don't have to look out in the road and like <laughs> freak out for my life. Ah! <laughs> 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 Plus, if I don't see her run over those people, then I can't be a witness. And, uh, you know, I'm not liable uh, for it because I wasn't there. I was that in the franchise podcast. I have no idea. Beautiful girlfriend's a killer. Oh God, please don't kill me, Julie. <laughs> she's been she's been giving me like ultimatums over there. It's like, well, you can forget what happened while I was driving, or there's the implications when you go to sleep. And then she just stares at me without blinking for like 30 seconds. I want you to blink twice if you're afraid to be at home. <laughs> okay. Run I'm Stella! Gonna, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna find you a nice hotline. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Like one of those, like, hello, big boy. <laughs> Have you had a long day? <laughs> yes, let me tell you about it. Um, so, anyways. 1 800 We Are 18. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, so Julie is so driving. So, she's driving. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm editing my podcast. Like, and then I just hear her go, oh my God. And I go, what happened? And then she is like shook. Like she's holding on to the wheel with both hands. Like she just saw some shit. You know what I mean? Like she just like had like a Vietnam flashback and shit of her like murdering a whole village or something. I was like, I have never seen the look that I saw on my girlfriend's face, Mr. Mo. Now I press on. Julie, what happened? Speak. And she goes, I just looked over to the side of the road and there was a car there. And next to that car, there was a woman there. And she was taking a dump on the side of the road. (laughs) (laughs) Was it my mom? Does she belong to me? I was like, I I saw the shit coming out. I saw her ass. Thank God I was looking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right on the side. She should have turned around and, and pulled out Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, right. That is Snapchat worthy. I was like, you know what? I literally was like, I feel for that poor woman, uh, Julie. And in fact, you should send a prayer to her. 
happens. If you're ever in that situation where you have to just pull over to the side of the road, and that's as far as you can run, because like she could have run a little bit further out there. Yeah. And maybe wouldn't have seen her. That's as far as she could make it. That means that her options were probably there or shitting herself. So, and I just gave a shout out to your mom as well uh, for having to poop in a bag. So, you know, Mrs. Mo, it happens to the best of us. Uh, sometimes you have to shit in the McDonald's bag. Sometimes you have to shit and uh, your way of uh, the New Jersey Turnpike. It just happens. There are few feelings worse than going out on a date you hope ends with a little sexy time while having your junk look like a Wookiee. Talk about a confidence killer, Mr. Moe. Well, not anymore. We all know how essential the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is for that precise trim below the waists. Their advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts to your most delicate areas. But now you can enhance your perfect grooming routine with their ultra-premium collection. This package includes the Manscaped Premium Deodorant. No, not for your balls, for your stanky armpits. This deodorant dress clear is aluminum-free and smells like their signature scent. Hydrating body moisturizer. Have tattoos or issues with dry skin? It's designed to keep skin feeling fresh, smooth, and smelling fresh. Also, the body wash to lather you up with their infused aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. The two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to clean your scalp with one easy step. Plus, a free gift, a three-pack set of lip balm that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers feeling moist. That's four products, plus a gift inside the Ultra Premium Collection. What a score! All of these products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan-friendly, and dye-free. The best ingredients with zero compromise. And we recommend using the products in this order. Number one, hop in the shower and scrub-a-dub-dub that body with the Manscaped Body Wash. Number two, lather your hair up with a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to keep your noggin tying. Number three, dry off and spray on the Hydrating Body Moisturizer to reinvigorate dry skin. Number four, put on the Manscaped deodorant for obvious reasons, you stinky jerks. Number five, pop that Manscaped lip balm on. No one is out here kissing chapped up lips. Getting dressed after is optional. Wear one great scent all day long. Get that ultra premium collection hot off the shelves. And get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to Manscaped. <laughs> I've never done that technique. I tend to just shit myself. <laughs> but, but I, I've done uh, the ocean, I, but that's about it. I, I've know, never had to shit myself, luckily, but I pissed myself, which sucks. I've, I've done all the above, but I feel like if I were to poop like in the car, I think I, I think I would open up the front and back door so I had like two walls on either side of me. Do you know what I mean? I feel like there's ways that you could like create your own. Like, yeah, I agree. She just really did a sloppy job, clearly, and it was very sloppy from what Julie told me. It was just ugh. like, what did you eat, woman? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I pissed myself once. I was uh, actually sh- uh, still in the real estate game at the time, and I was showing an apartment like the other side of town, and I had to go. And I was like, fuck, all right, where can I go? Where can I go? I'm going to try to walk home and on the way see if there's a business. No businesses that like would like let people piss in there or available. And I was like, okay, I have to go in an alley. 
So I look over every alley that I see. There's like fucking people doing stuff like 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 normal people wouldn't be doing at that time of day. Like, what is going on? Why is everybody out right now? And so I'm like rushing and rushing and rushing and I make it to my building. And then literally like my little bees beeper thingy is broken. So I'm like, fuck, I reach my pocket and find this key that I never use. And like, so it's, it looks identical to this other key. So I put it in the goddamn thing. Of course it's the wrong key. Let's take that one out. Remember that I used it, put the right key in, open the door. I run up the stairs. Of course, <laughs> both locks on my door are locked. I'm like, fuck, who locked both locks? So then I have to unlock both of them. I open both of those. And then I'm running from inside my apartment to the bathroom, and I could not hold it. I, on the way there, it just started coming out. So I was like, fuck. So I literally ran into the shower, and I stood there while I came out and just turned the water on. And just like, sat there like a fucking idiot. Ah, I so love shit so and piss stories. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Since we're on this topic, okay, so I have Osmaria right next to me. Oh, yeah. And Osmario told me, Osmario, tell me if this is true. You and your friend Ido told me that in Brazil, some people use their underpants as filters when they brew coffee. I believe it. I believe it. Why would they do that? Because it's the same thing, and then you can just wash it. It's literally all you're doing. All you're literally doing is putting coffee on like a paper, and then you pour the water on. It just keeps the grounds on top of it, so you can really use whatever you want. Well, I guess dirty it. underwear gives a little extra flavor. I mean, so, you shit your underwear and reuse them. So what's wrong with using coffee on them? Because I'm not ingesting anything from my shitty underwear. So I guess <laughs> nowadays, when I look at like skid marks, I'm gonna be thinking: Are is it skid marks or is it just coffee grinds? <laughs> this is when you know me and Osmario come from third world countries where we're both like, yeah, dude, what? what? You have to, you know, people people Venezuela, use their underwear. Brazil. <laughs> Carlos is like, yeah, why not? <laughs> do you ever do you ever put um when I make you coffee, do you ever run it through <laughs> your undies before you drink it? No. Maybe we should start. I want you to feel at home here in America. Yeah. Just poop at his coffee grounds, uh, coffee's underwear. It's the same hot thing. coffee? It's the same thing. Okay, well, my underwear is hot, so we can make it even hotter. And you guys can get a hot Carlos while you're at it. It's a combination <laughs> of both. It's fantastic. <laughs> yummy, it's two, yummy. In my number tummy. two item. Number two item on the secret menu at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, uh, my goodness. Anything else going on with you? Anything at all? No. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's so. Okay. It's okay. But well. I really like this uh, new uh, Manscaped lip chap. Oh. Obsessed with it. I, do I didn't realize say, the three came in a pack. Yeah. I have to say your uh, your lips do look fantastic. The rest of you looks awful, but the lips do look great. Yeah, so they're new. Manscaped. Uh, <laughs> make sure you guys save uh, 20% off and get free shipping by using our promo code at manscaped.com. And the promo code is FRATCHAT. Probably should have said that earlier, but you know. This was a freebie, so I technically am okay to fuck it up, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, speaking of fucking it up, oh, I think that's a that, great that's, segue. That's my nickname in my family. Fuck <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Just kidding. It's, it's faggot. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, speaking of which, <laughs> the Oscars are here, Mr. Bo, and it's that time of the year. It's, it's a gay fun. holiday. 
Yeah, it's time of intrigue. It's a white gay holiday. <laughs> a time of magic. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also a time of some weird, cringy shit. And so as we're taping this show before the Oscars, we figured we'd take a look back at their history, right? And relive some of the funniest, the weirdest, and cringiest moments in Oscar history. In other words, we're going to roast some people probably. It's going to happen. It's kind of what we do here at the Frat Chat Podcast. So shout out to uh, MaryClaire.com and our sweet, sweet brains for reminding us of some of these moments. Uh, and this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I don't know what's going to happen at the Oscars, uh, you guys. So if you're reading, if you're watching this one or listening to this one as a recap episode, well, you ain't going to get it, but you're going to get a recap. There's some cool shit that happened. There's some weird shit. I don't know if, I don't know if it's cool per se. <laughs> well, I have two Snapple facts that I found. Oh, yeah? Um, regarding the Oscars. Okay, go on. Because I feel like as I've gotten older, the ceremony's gotten longer. And I'm like, oh, this is so yeah. long. But I think that I, I, I'm assuming that the ceremony's even longer for people that are actually sitting there. You know what I mean? Oh, God, yeah. Um, so we, we get commercial breaks and poop breaks and stuff, you know? Yeah. So the first Oscars was in 1929 and it lasted 15 minutes and uh now i think wow after the turn of the century it's it's like four hours plus yeah there's 15 minutes worth of ads in like the first half hour alone (laughs) this ad is brought to you by espn which is brought to you by fox sports it's all just a big fucking (laughs) and then also i was like why do we call it oscar and not like cliff or bart or Johnny, like, why is it Oscar? It's such an obscure name, but I, I see here. Um, that is a guy, right? This is from um, Parade.com. Uh, it says, film folklore has it that Margaret Herrick, who served as the Academy of Motion <clears throat> Pictures, sorry, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, first ever librarian, and eventually its executive director, remarked that uh, sometime in the 1930s, the statuette resembled her uncle Oscar. Uh, so the Academy officially adopted the Oscar name in 1939. Uh, but I feel like they should have called it Uncle Oscar. They should have called it. Yeah, but that sounds creepy. You don't want I know, Oscar, but I love right? it. Especially like, oh, no, I don't want that. Especially like, who knows what memories she had. She, who knows the memories and, and we all specify have of memories. uncles? That's true. And they, and they never Relatable. specified what kind of memories they had. It's like, why was Uncle Oscar uh, naked and dipped in gold? Um, obviously, he was going to House of Yes. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, Uncle House Oscar of was yes a weirdo. <laughs> is the most fun experience you'll ever have in Ridgewood, New York. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's uh, very fair enough. I guarantee it. <clears throat> I'm with you. Okay, so... Those are some very fun facts uh, delivered by a guy who can barely read. So you yeah. guys should be very happy with that because it was, to me, it was a masterpiece. He only fumbled like four times. Yeah. This is a record. So I love I it. I paraphrased. <laughs> that's, that's what us idiots do. We paraphrase. Are you reading that? Ah. I'm paraphrasing it. Okay. So what's, what's the first memory that you'd like to recall? Oh, God. Well, this one's just fucking drummer. When Angelina Jolie kissed her brother at the Oscars. Oh my God! Yes, of course, I remember that. Ooh, it was in I 2000. Remember watching that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Uh, and well, they try to explain it by saying that their mom had cancer and they had just left the hospital from seeing her for like the very first time, which I really am trying to understand as both my parents had their brushes with it. But with that being said, there's no fucking possible scenario where I could look at my brother and be like, dude, let's kiss for mom, dude. No, that's weird. <laughs> like, that's weird. Like the cameras really? are there. Aww. Let's do it. Mom will love it. <laughs> Gross. Like what? There's like, I can't get with it. Especially because, like, it's like you know, especially at that time, Angelina was getting freaky weird. Some you know weird what? Shit. I just started watching uh, Lord of the. No, Lord of no, she's not in that. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Angelina Jolie's not Game of Thrones. I know, but but <laughs> in Game of Thrones, there's two siblings fuck each other. Yeah, and whenever I that used to happen, but. So spoiler alert, sorry guys, but two people that are like siblings fuck in this show. And um There's uh, a lot of dick in it. It makes and I can't stop thinking about Angelina and Julie every time I watch it. Yeah. She comes to mind. It is like printed, stamped in my brain that Angelina Jolie um it was like, I don't want a kissy cousin, I wanna fuck my brother. I really do think that. (laughs) They both have great uh, lips, so I I mean in the sense like yeah, she like, has the same it. face as her, which is so weird to me. It like blows my fucking mind. But I feel like uh, they don't necessarily fuck. I feel like he definitely like sits there watching while they while Angela Jolie bangs dudes. He, he's definitely some weird cuckold. He's just sitting with his weird Do, face. If if you are <laughs> fucking someone that looks just <laughs> like you, is that incest or narcissism? Oh man. I th- I don't know, but it happens more than you think. I see a lot of couples where I look at them. It's like, you guys look similar. Especially <laughs> gay couples. Oh, hey, you see, it just happens all the time. It's, I guess it's kind of like a, a thing with like people with their pets. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I like sometimes I see, I, I see couples and I'm like, man, you guys look like fucking siblings. And I knew a girl too, where like it happened so often where she'd be at the bar and guys become hit on her and stuff and be like, hey, this is my boyfriend. She, oh, I thought it was your brother. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but she had to break up with the guy. <laughs> There's been some times in my job where where I've been like, you know, someone's picking out glasses and I say, oh, yeah, well, let's get her opinion because she has to look at you. And then the guy would say, dude, that's my sister. I was like, okay, so your sister never looks at you? And I, and I just kind of played <laughs> off like, I wasn't implying anything, right. but really I was. Yeah. I just, you know, I always assume that couples look like each other, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. <laughs> and I think it's better to be at least a uh, brother and sister and be confused as a couple than the other way around. Because at least as brother and sister, you know you're never going to bang. It's gross. Yeah, you laugh it off. But when you are a girl or a guy and someone's like, oh, dude, she looks like she could be your sister. How do you then go home? And get naked and bang that person. Ugh, gross. That's, That's so I, gross. I'm gonna feel weird about it. I'm gonna feel weird about it. So I wouldn't bang my sister, not because I'm gay, but because it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. I just want you guys to know that. <clears throat> um, okay, so shout out to our of, listeners of West Virginia, by the way. Uh, sorry, but go on. Speaking of couples, my favorite uh, celebrity Hollywood couple would probably be Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, and uh, what, what would there be? Maflick or May or Ben Bayman? I don't know. What would there? Well, it was Benifer. Oh, it was Benifer again? Isn't Jennifer back with Ben? Yeah, so they're back together. Maybe we could say, um, Bap. 
or men. <laughs> Let's say the fleck. The fleck. Oh, I kind of like that. The fleck. <laughs> Matt Fleck. I don't know. So, uh, Ooh, uh, Matt 19- Fleck. That's cool. I like yeah. that. I like that. Matt Fleck. Cool. That's it. So, 1998, yeah. they won uh, an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. And they had a pretty mm. like outrageous acceptance speech. But uh, I just want to throw out there that um, they thanked me in their acceptance speech. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, uh, we I was just, in eighth grade uh, and they said, thanks, Chris Moore. I swear you. to God. They th- Thank you, Chris Moore. You were the gay kid that inspired all the F-words in this movie. Uh, <laughs> we watched you throw a softball and we just knew right away. <laughs> How do you like them apples? <laughs> I, um, uh, There's a lot of Chris Moore's out in the world. There's, there's a you, very famous yeah, Chris one, Moore producer that, that produced Goodwill Hunting. There's a famous Chris Moore authors. Uh, and I will take credit for both. And the guy that used to be on the Ravens, but I don't think he's on the Ravens anymore, but he might still be on the Ravens. I just don't remember hearing him. Oh, gosh. I don't know right now either. I really wanted a jersey, though, that yeah. had my name on it. Yeah, you loser. Why did you do it? He was on the gay. Team like, like, what are sports? <laughs> but then you can cut the bottom and show some belly and then cut the sleeves off, and then I would have wore it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but you see, that would have been cool. And like, then they, we could have gone to the gay bar together, and then I would have gotten all the drinks. It was awesome. Yeah, dude. Oh, so, I'm like, just being selfish. Like, just it's a science getting free drinks. <laughs> yeah, and I've mastered it. I should yeah. teach you class on it. Yeah. When it's like, uh, you just punch someone and take their wallet. <laughs> three drinks please (laughs) no sometimes what i do is like if it's an older guy i just assume that they have money because what what do they have kids fuck else they're doing there yeah what old gay man has kids (laughs) you know what i mean no i'm kidding there's always exceptions but but uh sometimes this one bumps into me i'll say ow they'll say oh my god i'm so sorry it's fine if you want to buy me a drink we'll just call it even (laughs) little things like that wow so you basically like uh are that Equivalent of the people that throw themselves in front of cars and like Russia and then collect insurance schemes from them, but in bars. Yeah. Like, okay. Just so we just we're all clear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> what's what's next on the list for you? What you got? Next on the list. Oh god, dude. Do you remember when uh Rob Lowe and that you probably remember this better than me because I was like literally like a few months old. Meanwhile, what year was like, this? This is nineteen eighty nine. So you're like, well, let me see. Nineteen eighty nine was pretty <laughs> probably the year that my balls dropped. So yes, I remember this. <laughs> yes, Simo's twenty sixth birthday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the second one finally dropped, and he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It was a great day. It's a great morning. So uh, Rob Lowe had a fucking duet with Snow White, and it was someone. Someone must have been on Snow White because only someone on astronomics amounts of cocaine would think it's a good idea. Because they did like their own version of rolling down the river, like rolling. Rolling, rolling down the river, but it was like rolling the cameras or something like that, and it was so weird. And it looked like they were flirting, but Snow White was in like full like Snow White mode, almost like Betty Boop. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they sang very close to each other. And then Rob Lowe did a move where he was literally like jump humping in the air towards her. Yeah. And I literally haven't felt this uncomfortable since I watched Simo's uncle give him a prostate exam. It was weird. It was like, you're not a doctor. This is not a doctor's office. Why are we here? 
Uh, this is a backyard. But I appreciate his his professional opinion, and I'm in the clear. <laughs> Everyone. That's true. Uh, that is very true. And Rod uh, Lowe himself was even like, I don't know what I was thinking. The Academy asked me to do this. They're like, what the hell am I going to do? I can't say no. It's the Academy. So I was a good soldier and did it. But if I think about it, I try to help my career, and I shot myself in the foot. Long story you short. know what? If it was someone like Julie Andrews or Angela Lansbury or even Betty White as yeah. Snow White, yeah. I would have given it leeway. But it was just some yeah. like random character actress, and yeah. it was it was a little too much. You know, she she introduced the that segment when she said, "Hi, Ken. Um, can someone help me find the theater?" And I thought, "Okay, that's a cute intro." But then I thought, "Okay, where's the rest of the Disney characters? It's just one." <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she's just alone. Why is it just that whole Snow thing White? was awful? And they introduced all these. I don't, what were they, actors, famous actors? Yeah. But they're all old white people. And I was like, yeah. wow, like, that's the Oscars. You know, I've known that the Oscars is very whitewashed, but I'd be. In 1900, yeah, you go back to that time. Wow, this is really uncomfortable. It's just like your last family reunion. It's just a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, a lot really of white people. Not a minority in sight. Correct. <laughs> A lot of white people, a lot of their take on like deviled eggs, a lot of Kool-Aid <laughs> mustaches, barefoot with overalls, just super uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, John Deere. Who knew that he was such a designer of clothing? Okay, so um, uh, next up on the list, speaking of uncomfortable, was probably how Jennifer Lawrence felt when she fell up the stage and receiving oh Best God. Actress in 2013 yes. uh, for, I love the movie, Silver Linings Playbook. Yes. So she, it was definitely well-deserved. I think she was phenomenal. She but then shit the, too, the stupid hoe fell on the red carpet a year later. I'm like, this is just your <laughs> shtick. You just fall everywhere. I feel like, honestly, with 100% honesty, and she's going to agree with me too, so I don't even feel bad saying this, Julie would do that shit if we ever went to the fucking red carpet. Oh, really? Yeah. She is so clumsy. She's such a goddamn klutz. And I think, I don't even think she'll be mad because I think she herself will admit it. She's like the clumsiest goddamn person I have ever seen in my life, dude. It is, it's tough to be that clumsy. She drops everything. She breaks my stuff half the time. <laughs> like, really? uh, we lose, we break glasses like at least once a month. I hear like a crash. Oops. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. You tell me she, she knocks your McDonald's. Big golf. Yeah, that's on the why. Floor. That's why I keep them. That's why I keep Bill Gilbs around for the last four years. I had the same one just because like, she can just smash it, bounce it, you know, throw it out a window, and uh, <laughs> it's great. They never break. You know, a lot of these dresses that these actresses wear, and well, some actors too, uh, are super heavy. Whether it's got like a lot of like yeah. metal details on that hold it down, or just that's true. Super that's true. Late, you know, long a lot of layers. So. <laughs> yeah. wearing like a heels and going up those stairs they do look scary i have to say you know i don't have this on the list but do you remember when um oh what's her name bjork wore that swan outfit oh yeah that was so weird dude but that was like only- so weird i don't know that was like why even like i knew you she- want to be weird but like why she also very strategically <laughs> laid six eggs Drop oh, the night. That's so she weird. She's like, drop them on the floor, like out of her vagina. 
Now, those were definitely poop eggs. <laughs> she had some Taco Bell for the show. <laughs> yeah. Totally. She eats hardboiled eggs straight down. She just swallows them. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, Isn't that's she like Swedish or Norwegian or or something. And maybe that's that maybe that's common food for like Scandinavia. See, in America we eat pizza, but she eats weird stuff, whatever. I mean, the thing is, like, who designed this and was like, this is the dress that will make my career, dude. Like, look at this career. <laughs> look at this thing the swan head just dangles out of her shoulder like it's dead it's awesome this is the greatest thing i have ever fucking seen in my life who who approved this i'm gonna approve this and if it's just her idea and no one was like girl then i just feel sorry for her friends group she needs better friends dude she needs a better circle i think uh she should call us bjork give us a call dude we will never let you go out looking like that again. We just won't. Ugh. Like, let me just chop off the head at least. Like, let me just move it. <laughs> let me just move it over here. <laughs> Put it up like that. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Give uh, it a voice so and it'll be funny. And it'll be witty. But, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll do anything other than what the fuck, what the fuck that was. <laughs> I think I think in her mind, though, she was like, I look like a fairy princess. And everyone yeah. was like, you look like a joke. You, you look like an asshole, city. Bjork. What are you doing? How desperate for attention are you? <laughs> like, like, we get it. We notice you, you're here. God, yeah. just well, sit down. This next guy on the list seems a little desperate for attention, too. Oh, dear God. Because remember uh, when James Cameron quoted his own movie in Acceptance Speech? And I mean, he was. this was in 1998. Titanic was the movie of the fucking century. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was awesome. Loved it. I, was, I owned the two-set VHS because it was that long. Uh, and the guy was clearly super nervous, as anybody would be. But it just he was so awkward. Like It just came off so weird. And he was so stuttery and bland the whole speech and like white people-y. You know, we were like, oh, hello. I just want to go thank uh, my dad and uh, my friend Bob and uh, Bill and uh, and then he just ends it by and my saying, neighbor's play cousin. <laughs> we used to jump through the sprinkler together. And the milk boy Jimmy, he was fantastic as well. And I just want to end uh, by telling my parents uh, one thing and one thing only: uh, I'm the king of the world. Woo! And it was just so weird. I know. Like, Super uh, weird, cringy, cringe, cringe, cringe. So white people, and I'm sure. And everyone was like, "He's conceited." But I think some people probably just didn't see the movie, and they're like, I "Yeah, say no, that." Totally. Like, I don't think it's conceited of him to do it. Uh, to be honest, it's, it's a fun moment from the movie. Of course, he would have fucking quoted, but he's like, "Come on, like James, if you hadn't looked so stiff." to every single phrase you uttered leading up to that. It's like, it's like you knew he was like waiting for that phrase, the whole speech. And he was nervous to how it was going to go down and how people were going to do it. So he literally was like shaking through until it was this big line. I'm the king of the world. Woo! But like everything before that, it was like, uh, I want to thank Bill. <laughs> well, I feel like, you know what I mean? I think it's important for everyone in art to uh, make a strong choice and commit to it. He should have yeah. jumped up on top of the podium and spread his arms wide and said, I'm the king of the world and really committed That's to true. it. And then everyone would have been cheering. That's yeah. 
Bob. And said he was like, hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm Bob. I think he should have actually uh, come out to accept the award and uh, the little carriage that Jack and uh, Rose made love in. And it's like really like, like, you know, like sweaty and stuff. And then you see James Cameron's hand pop in like, <laughs> and then naked Leo comes out and opens the door and you see naked James Cameron like, hello, I'm the king of the world. And that's how you quote it. Or, or he could have held on to the Oscar and he'll say, Jack, I'll never let go. And then drop the Oscar and say, psych. Waka well, <laughs> waka. I wonder, uh, I, I feel like honestly, if I won an Oscar and I, and I was James Cameron, I would have done some weird shit with it. Because he was literally the king of the world at that time. Uh, I feel like I would have just like waited for my wife to get home. Like Julie, we get home from work and I'd just be sitting there naked in my Oscar. Like, oh hey, we've been expecting you. <laughs> you always dreamed of a threesome, right? <laughs> we'll say hello to Oscar, or as I call him, Oscar. <laughs> I have our trophies over here, and sometimes um, I snuggle with them. Yeah, Simo uses we play his beer pong. It's very weird. <laughs> yeah, they might smell like my rectum, but it, you know. <laughs> I don't. I don't bash your kinks. Don't bash mine. Okay. That's true. I'm being so, rude. I apologize, you guys. <laughs> so next on the list is uh, in 1973. I think Marlon Brando won this Oscar for The Godfather. Right? Was that his? I think yes, so. Yes. Yes. And instead of accepting the award, he sent uh, a Native American. Like <laughs> I think her name was like. Little foot or something, or I don't know. Uh, so she went up to accept his award in his place. Uh, little foot, the dinosaur from Land Before Time. Oh my god, that's not nice. Sure. I shouldn't have said that. I don't know yeah. what her name was, but it's little something. Like <laughs> I'm pretty Larry, sure that's the dinosaur or something from Land Before Time. <laughs> but um, that's what driving us. Let me let me. Now we're getting canceled. Uh, this is it. It's been a great run. Uh, okay, thank you so see. much Marlin, to your great sponsors for sponsoring us. Thank you for the Moon Life Clothing. Thank you to all the wonderful listeners. Thank you to the good people of India. Uh, you guys were fantastic. Uh, now 29% of you are listening. Uh, God, our audience is growing. And I love you guys. But now we're canceled. Because okay, it's Native American actress um, Sachin Little Feather. Ah, see, uh, it's a little different, literally. And saying that the actor very regretfully could not accept the award as he was protesting Hollywood's portrayal of Native Americans in film. Uh, But what if, what if he didn't win? Then she would just been sitting there being like, like, this is is awkward. And then people are like, so uh, who are you? (laughs) What people don't know is that he wasn't there to accept his award. Because it was action off sucking Richard Pryor's dick. <laughs> Richard Pryor's. Yeah, it's crazy to me that they were, you know, because it's like, it's crazy to me that they just hung out, period. Because it's like, there's such different vibes. They like to Richard hang out Pryor. with their wang outs. Yeah, and now they just went out and they just banged. They, they, they sucked on each other's things. <laughs> They were out there, balls flopping in each other's faces. And their families were like, that never happened. And yeah. they were and both like, really- yeah, I did. And they're like, you don't know what you're saying. He doesn't know what he's saying. Stop it. R- Richard Pryor's wife was like, trust me, it happened. It's like, yeah. okay. <laughs> the yeah, wife always knows In my tummy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. 
And uh, speaking of Dick, didn't you? Uh, oh wait, 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 wait. What? What do you think was um, Marlon Brando's safe word? Oh, I, I feel like it was how. <laughs> do you think? Do you think Marlon Brando was like, in honor of? Native American history, I want you all to know that I have successfully shoved 20 arrowheads into my colon. <laughs> because like, uh, I am an ally. I, uh, in uh, honor of Native Americans, I let Richard Pryor tickle my asshole with a feather uh, before sex. And uh, let me tell you, it's quite freeing. I get what you do, you guys. I get what yeah, you do. And then, <laughs> and then dream catchers sold out nationwide. <laughs> so like mr brando that is highly offensive uh but we love godfather <laughs> you were just so good in it <laughs> we love you yes <laughs> well speaking of deck and the next year in 1974 a photographer from the advocate uh, which, uh, as I hope we all know, is is a queer publication. Uh, so a photographer from The Advocate ripped his clothes off and streaked across stage. I think he was bearing like a peace sign. I don't know if it was like drawn on him or he was holding it, but he just like it ran was actually, naked across uh, the stage. He glued his foreskin out and, uh, in a Y shape, and it was like very impressive. I've actually been trying to do it for years, uh, but maybe one day. What maybe a talent. <laughs> What an evening of spectacular talent. Now, I here's think, my question. When you do something yeah. like that, especially with such a, I mean, it's a pretty big audience, the Oscars. All these people are watching, not just in yeah. America, but all over the world. So when you're having, let's say, as we call it, your moment to shine, you want to make sure you don't come up short, right? You know what I'm saying? You get the vibe and promote oh, you know, correct. So do you think he was sitting there backstage like, all right, Bill, this is your moment <laughs> Here's the thing, like I'm ready. <laughs> Three pups, it's showtime. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how he managed to take off his clothes without anyone noticing him. With the security, all those celebrities. Oh, uh, there's probably is, some weirdos backstage. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> another naked weirdo. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> if he had the time and the clearance to successfully tear all of his clothes off and wait for the perfect opportunity, then he had time to shove his dick into a penis pump and get that shit ready. Because from what we heard, it was not impressive. Poor thing. Poor little guy. Oh, man. That's, that's like, you got, I feel like the only respectful way to do such a protest like that would be with a full blown, like just hard court erection, right? Like you want people to be like, whoa, what is wrong with that dick? That is bulging yeah. veins. That is weird. Did he inject it with something? Is it on straight cocaine just in his dick? Like, what is that thing? Like, that's what you want, and that's how you get attention for your cause, right? So that's the way I believe it. That's how I, I think that. It. Um, just saying. I'm trying to think. 1974. Vietnam was, was over, right? Yeah, Vietnam had just ended. So what was he protesting? Before. Was everyone like? Do you think everyone was like, "The war is over, dude"? Yeah, because. Was Watergate was oh no then. Vietnam ended in seventy five I'm sorry so yeah he was still uh, he was still uh, I thought we pulled out troops before huh you should know that America never pulls out <laughs> we never pull out in time <laughs> never never and that's why poverty rates are skyrocketing 
Yeah, it Ooh. says here Vietnam War period, but ending the Vietnam War it does get quoted as saying sometime in 73 too. So this is okay. So the war ended with North Vietnam winning, but before that, I think the US had already pulled out. But don't quote me on that because there's a lot of information here that I don't feel like reading. So are you telling me they didn't ask this on the citizenship test? No, man. They they uh you sh- you would know you failed the test. <laughs> I should not know. You took it. You took it not on this show. Not knowing on brand for me. <laughs> That's true. I should know these things. I'm supposed to be the smart one, but I got an off day every once in a while. You guys, come on. But yeah, yeah. Speaking of Dicky, I think uh, yeah, that makes sense that he was protesting some shit like that. But there was also a lot of stuff going on in America, though, because if you think about it, like uh, uh, racial tensions were very high. Uh, you know, the stuff with the Nixon administration, as you said, was brewing. A lot of things were happening that people were not necessarily very happy compared to the recent uh, periods that we've been having now, you know, especially with the Trump administration and 2020 and stuff. So time period, there's a lot of shit going on. So who knows what the fuck he was protesting. But this was was your category. So you should have known what he was protesting anyways. Well, um, uh, (laughs) Trump had this like ban on certain countries come like uh, like a, a ban on travel. And one of the countries, I think, was Iran. And there was someone who was going to accept an Oscar, or I think he was nominated. I I forget. I don't know if he won or not. I just remember he was like, I'm not coming to the ceremony because we're not allowed to travel. And Uh, this is really shitty. uh, It's interesting how how politics (laughs) and like... Hollywood are so intertwined. You know what I mean? That's true. I mean, especially the Oscars are a very global thing now. There's you know filmmakers from everywhere in the world that do some amazing things. So, uh, yeah, that's. Do you remember Meryl Streep's speech at the Golden Globes? Yeah, rest in peace, Golden Globes. They don't, they don't exist anymore for being rapey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, <clears throat> they're out to get me. <laughs> they hurt me. They might. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what else got me a list? I love her. But yeah, speaking of uh, RIP, uh, Kevin Hart uh, was supposed to host the Oscars in 2019, but uh, RIP went his chances because people were very pissed. That's the old jokes of his resurfaced where he was using the F word uh, that rhymes with maggot, I believe. Faggot. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can say it. I can't say it. <laughs> Now, uh, if these were current jokes, I would say that he deserved to step down because there is no place in today's world for that shit. And, like, really do look down on anyone that still feels it's okay to demean people by calling them that. But it was, like, older stuff from his specials. And it was public knowledge already that it was out there. Because this stuff was, like, on Netflix. So, obviously, they weren't current with the times. But at the time, they were hip and cool. And, you know, Kevin Hart... Has apologized many times. It's like I've grown since then. I promise I don't use those words anymore. And he, I think he's one of the nicest people in the biz. So I think to make him step down when half of Hollywood is full of like racist, rapey skeletons in the closet was a little bullshitty, in my opinion. Now, some of the tweet jokes that he said, uh, I believe, were very not cool, but some of that stuff even made it to his specials. So I just feel like him apologizing would have been fine because there was a time where uh, people were not as woke. And they would say shit, so I just feel like if you're going to judge just him by the, that umbrella, you should look at everybody. And 
I think he should have posted. I think he actually stepped yeah. down willingly. I'm not sure if he got yeah, fired he did. from it. I think he was like, yeah, he was like, there's too much controversy. Exactly. It's like, Jinx, do you owe me a Coke? <laughs> but, I, but I think that, I think that one of the things that he said was taken from like years prior where he, mm-hmm. he like alluded to not wanting to have a gay child. And let's, and I, we talked about this before on the pod, but I just want to reiterate that I too would not want a gay child. <laughs> if I could pick a child, I would hope that the child is not queer because as a queer person, I know that there's a lot of places I cannot go. There's a lot of spaces that are not safe. And I would not want my child to be marginalized for that reason. So I, um, uh, I, I don't think that was necessarily his intention, but I would agree in the sense, again, that I would not choose to have a child that's going to be marginalized. That is scary to me. And the thing is, like, he is so nice and he is, like, so goddamn good to the community and to to people out there. And he's inspiring. He's, like, the kind of guy you want hosting the Oscars. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. And, and it's funny. He has a show uh, that made five seasons called The Real Husbands of Hollywood. And it is a comedy show that basically spoofs the real housewives. But basically, it's like a spoof version of his life as he blows up in Hollywood. And in the show, years before uh, this Oscar controversy came out, he is set to host the Oscars. And then this online controversy leaks out. And he has to, he has it taken away from him. So literally it's like the most literal definition of when life imitates art and it's crazy. It's like, what the fuck? He wrote it. (laughs) So crazy. And, um, uh, just to give the viewers kind of a, a, a taste of my perspective, when I was in middle school and high school, we would say that's gay. It was totally acceptable colloquial term to use. Yo, that's gay. And so yeah. I didn't, have, there wasn't Facebook when I was in high school, but I'm sure that if there was, I would have posted. <laughs> it wasn't even on the telephone when he was in high school. <laughs> I know. I would have posted a status that said, you know, chemistry class is so gay. And then it's like someone 15 years later digging up my past and being like, Chris is a shitty person and a poor representation of the queer community because he uses the word gay with a negative connotation. Like you got to hold people accountable for what comes out the mouth in the time period in which it was said. You cannot hold it to the standards of today. That's shitty. So fuck you to all you young people <laughs> that jumped down his throat about some bogus shit. It was in the past. Move on from it. I support yeah. Kevin Hart. 100%. And, uh, to be fair, uh, you did uh, just tweet last week that your history class was so gay. And they included a picture of your history teacher with his uh, penis clearly photoshopped into his mouth and it was like what why'd you tag the poor guy and then you sent it to his wife too and she thought it was real and divorced them so you know yes hold people accountable to the time frame that they did things uh maybe you should apologize to uh professor johnson as they call him Perse- Pro- professor johnson <laughs> you're missing the point that i put your johnson in your mouth mr johnson <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're you're missing the brilliance that is me thank you and no, i will not apologize for that either i don't apologize for art I, I what was else say, is gay that's art that's very artistic uh so i am very impressed with you uh so good for you simo that's uh you know i, I take it back i take it back 
You should not be held accountable for your your actions. You should be praised. <laughs> Correct. I should be worshipped. Okay. So what else is gay out there? What's what next on the list? Is gay. So, oh my God, do you remember when Sam Smith thought that he was the first openly gay man to win an Oscar? Made a total ass out of himself. <laughs> And this was in 2016 when his song, Writings on the Wall, the theme from the James Bond movie Spectre, won an Oscar for Best Original Song. And during his acceptance speech, he read, he Wait, said- Wait, hang he, tight. I think we did this last week. I think Sam Smith is non-binary and goes by they and them pronouns. No, that's Demi Lovato, dude. What? Yeah, Demi Lovato and Sam Smith. Really? Yes. I don't remember Sam Smith. Hmm. Um, Google it. So Google it. Not just kidding. I believe. Let's see. But they announced in September 2019. They announced the decision to come out as non-binary and change their gender pronouns to they and them, stating, "After a lifetime of being at war with my gender, I decided to embrace myself for who I am, inside and out." Wow. Okay. Cool. So Sam Smith. They. I apologize, Sam. Uh, they. Uh, thought that they were the first openly gay uh, person to uh, win an Oscar because of a misreading in a Sir Ian McKellen speech in which he said that he thought he said that no openly gay man had ever won an Oscar. So he was like thanking the Academy. It's like, thank you for making me the first. (laughs) But whoops, uh, Ian McKellen was referring to the best actor award Meanwhile, Elton John, uh, Dustin Lance Black, uh, Howard Ashman, and Scott Rudin were all openly gay when they accepted their Oscars. So that's kind of awkward. Oh, my gosh. Dustin Lance Black is so sexy. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Would you you show him your Oscar, if you know what I mean? Uh, He can have my Oscar. He can (laughs) chop it off and keep it in the fridge for all I care. Oh, Oh, my God. The old I would do anything for Dustin Lance Black. <laughs> the old Bobbit. <laughs> yeah, the old Bobbit. Literally kept it in the shit. <laughs> so in 2017, that's just five years ago. Do you remember when I think I think it was was it Warren Beatty and like like Faye? No, who was it? I forget who. Doesn't matter who it was. Two old fucks announced La La Land instead of oh, Moonlight. Yeah. And this is for the best picture. This is a big yeah, best picture so mix-up. Steve Harvey fucked up a couple years prior when he <laughs> announced the wrong winners for the Miss Universe pageant. So they should yep. have learned from his mistake. If you if you can't read or if you don't have your glasses on, when they hand you that envelope, you should tell them, you know what? This may not work. And that's why SEMA will never uh, present an award because we all know what happens when he reads. Correct, but I would probably be up there with you and I would say, and the winner is... (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) That'll be our moment to shine. (laughs) Uh, What a mess. (laughs) And speaking of racism, I live in Brooklyn, so we talk about this all the time. Um, racism that is uh, so uh, there is an iconic actress who was a phenomenal she had a, a phenomenal role in Gone with the Wind and she won she was the first black actress to win an Oscar for acting but she, she won Best Supporting Actress 
I think this was 1940s or something, maybe 1947, I don't know. But anyway, uh, this Academy Awards was held at the Ambassador Hotel and they had a very strict no blacks policy. Jesus So Christ. she wasn't even allowed to come. And then uh, a lot of people spoke up on her behalf and like begged them to let her even enter the facility. And when wow. she came, she was not That's able to fuck. sit at the table with the rest of the Gone the Wind actors and actresses and producers and directors. But instead, she had to sit all the way in the back at this back far table against this wall because of segregation. Uh, wow. And since then, maybe like a dozen or so black actors have won Oscars. So there's still we still have a long ways to go to really embrace diversity in Hollywood. But that, that to me is such a shameful moment of American history, not necessarily like Hollywood history, but just American history in general. Like that's, that's not how you treat like a very gifted artist, you know? Man, Hollywood was really racist, huh? <laughs> it was, but I don't want to leave this episode on such a, uh, uh, ugly <laughs> note because that, that is ugly. Yeah. So, um, I just want to, I encourage everyone to uh, Google the time that South Park creators showed up on the red carpet oh, at yeah. the Oscars, uh, dressed up like um, Jennifer Lopez, I think mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow in, in that mm-hmm. green and another pink dress. And I believe that they have owned up to the fact they were probably on acid at yep. the time. Which is pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. But I don't think I could do acid and then go to the Oscars. I think I could do acid. I, went to, I was on mushrooms once. And then I went to a gas station that was across the street from my apartment in college. And I was with my roommates and we were all tripping. And when I get to the guy at the counter with my stuff that I want to buy, I look down and I just start hysterically laughing. And then I realized I fucking went across the street with no shoes, no shirt, and no wallet. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, the guy just <laughs> knew that we were fucking college kids and probably tripping balls and was cool about it. But, ooh, it's my friend. <laughs> Leave that to me. <laughs> Gave me five bucks or whatever so I could get what I was the snacks that I was getting. And then we went back. Because what the fuck? So I could not imagine sitting through the Oscars, going through the red carpet, seeing the paparazzi flashing fucking pictures. No way, dude. Never. Never I would do it just to say I did it. No way, dude. Totally would. Because (laughs) I I did shrooms for the first time this year with my roommate. And so we have a friend that grew them. Oh, you've never done them? Oh, they're so cool. Never. I did them the first time this year. And I did them twice. The first time I did it, I just wanted to be by myself. And I was like beatboxing in my head. And then I started beatboxing out loud. And I was like, wow, I'm a phenomenal beatboxer. I was like, I should share this gift with the world. I was just beatboxing all night. And the next morning, my roommate was like, were you okay? Because you were like banging on shit and making fart noises all fucking night. And then the second time, my roommate and I did it together, and we watched Twilight, and I was like, what a beautiful cinematic experience. (laughs) It should have won all the Oscars. I'm Team Edward now. (laughs) Listen, if it's four hours long, 
you you would pray oh for mushrooms God. for shrooms just to keep busy for four fucking hours. It is Ugh. a long time, and maybe you when they show clips in the movies, that hours. would be pretty fun. But when we were, <laughs> imagine, imagine when we went to the Chinese Oscars, if we were tripping balls. Dude, I never felt so out of place in my life, and people were just taking pictures of us because we looked different. Yeah, I was like, "How am I a white man, a minority?" It's crazy. What a role reversal! You were, you were literally shouting things that they were saying at the Trump rallies. How a white man, a minority in America? This is America. This is New York City. I remember that these girls were taking too long getting photos in front of like the the step of repeat. You know what I mean? Like the, yep. the backdrops. Yep. And I was like, all right, beep, 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 come on, let's go, let's go. And then <laughs> that my one of my um colleagues was like, You you just rushed an Asian actress from photos at an Asian award show. Because you, a white man, have no business being here, wanted a photo. Yeah, I wanted a photo. I'm not going to apologize for that. Excuse me. Don't you see a white man is here? Out of the way. Do not not allow a gay man a photo is homophobic. It's going to do with being white. Now, I I want a photo. I like how we said that we were not going to end the podcast on racism, but then we somehow ended up right back on it. Whoops. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so Hello. I guess we're, we're just – whoops. We're, <laughs> our bad. We're just destined to end this way. On that note, make sure you send all your hate mail to all our social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. And make sure you follow me. At Carlos Does the World on Facebook, on TikTok, on Instagram, and Carlos Does World on Twitter. And make sure you follow my good buddy Seymour over there at Seymour Comedy on Twitter and at Chris.Moore.Comedy on the good old Instagram machine. Of course, like I said, check out our new channel on YouTube tiny.cc slash frat chat podcast. Tons of content uh, on there, tons of content coming on there. Help us grow that shit. And uh, yeah, we'll keep having fun with you guys. And on that note, Mr. Mo, but I think this is the one where we probably do get canceled. So maybe we should uh, say goodbye. And uh, I motion to adjourn this meeting. Don't, no, stop the music. I'm not finished. I'm not (laughs) finished yet. (laughs) I want to thank. Big mom, my, <laughs> my dad, uh, little Timmy down the street, that guy I, from the second row. I, I want to motion to adjourn this meeting and <laughs> and signing off, I just want to say, I'm king of the world! <laughs> Woo! And I suck it! And we'll hopefully be back next week if we don't get canceled. Ooh. See ya! Bye! <laughs>